Hey everybody, it's your girl KDT. Just a quick announcement or two before we start. First, wanted to remind you again that next month we begin celebrating the fact that you and I have been together for an entire year. Cannot wait for that discussion, talking to some of our very first guests. As for today's episode, this is a conversation I had several months ago with a woman who is a part of the Teamsters Union in the entertainment industry. It's not something that you see a lot of people of color doing and definitely not a lot of black women. It was a great conversation full of fun and laughs, so I hope that you sit back, relax, and enjoy what she has to say. So let's do it. Hello, hello, and welcome to In My Shoes. It's a podcast for women of color, where we talk about the issues that we're facing on a daily basis. And I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson. And I have somebody that I have been following on Facebook, talking to my sister, Amber. Y'all know she's a member of my tribe and just was really fascinated with what she does for a living. And so we talk about all different kinds of stories of women of color here. And so wanted to uh, interview her today. Her name is Tanika Carrington. How are you? Hi, everybody. I'm doing great on this Saturday. I know, right on a Saturday morning, girl. Thank you for getting up with me. <laughs> so why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, that sort of thing. Well, I am originally from Tampa, Florida, but I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and yes, Amber, you know, that's my classmate, Jefferson High School, Woo-hoo! 1996. <laughs> I'm a dragon, yes. too. <laughs> Oh, see, the dragons are in the house. That's great. <laughs> yep. So I've been, I've been, oh God, I moved here in like uh, 2008. Um, most of the time I did hair. I'm a hairstylist. Um, and then I ventured off into some different things. <laughs> some different things. I like that. So, cause that's what we're yeah. going to be talking about today. So let's start first. So you started off as a hairstylist. So what was it about that that you really liked? And then we'll get into the different things that you're doing now. Um, being an entrepreneur, it has its pros and cons. Um, and hairstyling, I never I always seen everything as a stepping stone. I really don't see anything as, okay, you've made it. This is it. Um, I think that any opportunity, anything that you're doing is a chance to step into something else, whether mm-hmm. it's somebody you meet, whether it's a new experience, there's always an open door for something more. To be honest, when I was actually doing hair, hair here, I was in school to be a nurse. Now, people that are nurses know what it takes to be a nurse. I could not afford to not work. I couldn't afford to run a, a, a household, a business, and go to nursing school. Mm-hmm. I tried three times, three strikes, I'm out. <laughs> So you tried that. Okay. So then now we went from uh, being a hairstylist. So tell us what you do now. Now I am a Teamster and that is a um, local Teamster 728, which is uh, a local union here. It's a trucking union in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. So quick, this is everything in the film industry here in Atlanta is through a union and most of the people that are in this tribe, what you should call the industry, mm-hmm. is through someone that you know. Every The whole thing is network and connection. So for me to get in this, okay, my thing was, since I was a hairstylist, I had a friend of mine's husband, he was like, Tanika, um, when you want to do hair in the industry, whatever. But first my mind was on, no, I don't took all these classes for, you know, to be a nurse. I, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, things didn't work out. I did have to use, you know, his expertise, go get your CDL. You can network because everything is networking. So I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do hair, I'm going to do it behind a chair. 
I ended up getting my CDLs. I had to go to trucking school. It may have took me maybe about seven, eight weeks to get a CDL. Yes, I have a class A. No, can I drive a rig? Yes, I have the license. But do I drive a rig in the industry? No, I don't. Most of the time I'm driving a van or I, like I drive a box truck. We are responsible for anything that moves on wheels. There are so many different teams um, to make a movie. There's and no one can do without the other. There's so many different teams. You have electric, which is grips. They, they're the one that do all the rigging. That's a whole union in itself, like 479. Hair and makeup is a union. Uh, driving, our, our union by itself, 728 Teamsters, that's a union. So I came over here to network to get in hair and makeup, but guess what? I'm still here. Well, cause that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, if they got a hair and makeup union girl, what? So you got your foot in the door through the mm -hmm. trucking one. Right. And so yes. what happened that you ended up, how long ago was that? Um, I joined a union in 2014 and I did my first show. It was called Redwood. And there I met uh, Jason Momoa um, and Julian Nicholson. Very Jason Momoa, that's, that's, the, that's Aquaman, right? Yes, and that, yeah, that's Lisa okay. Bonet's husband, and I got yeah. a chance to meet her too. Very, very nice down earth people. Jason Momoa is hilarious. He's such a boy, and when I say such a boy, he's just such a boy. Um, <laughs> so that was my first. That was my first. Now everything didn't go smooth because 2014, I did that first, and then I forgot what that was. The end of 2014, and I think I did some day play work. And I can't remember the movie that was. But after that, this is the, I had I, I went through a learning lesson. Uh, anytime someone uh, don't 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 say no to the check. If someone give you the opportunity to sign on and you actually get a check and you know that you're gonna work, don't live up to anyone's promises. Because I wanted to work on Captain America so bad, and. Um, I was listening to my mentor who brought me into this. He was like, yeah, the captain is going to call you. The captain is the person that's over the whole entire transpo team, like the, like your supervisor, you would say, over the whole. And let's just say I didn't get that job and I was stuck. Meanwhile, I had already let 50% of my clientele go for hair. I packed up and went back home. I didn't come back to working in this union to 2017 of March. Yes. Got it. Okay. So you felt so, so everything wasn't smooth sailing. Like it's a it's a lot of sacrificing in this business. We are with our we're we're at work more than we're at home. When you're in production, I tell everybody I do not have a life during production. This is not a job that you can get off and go pick your kids up, go to the soccer game, go to whatever. No, you have to have a strong network of team because of the hours that we're putting in. We're putting in at least at the least amount, 70 hours a week. We really don't have time to do anything else but come home and go to sleep because we got to get back up and do it again. Because more than likely, transpo is the first in, last out. So it is a lot of demand um, and a lot of sacrifice. But I don't have any kids. All I have is a cat. So I'm good. <laughs> poor, poor cat. <laughs> so when you got so you you started in transport so what was it about it that you have stayed as opposed to trying to get into the hair and makeup which people would think would be more in line with the fact that you were a hairstylist 
Right. Okay. Well, not only, you know, I'm a hairstylist, but I'm a multi-person. I can, I can do a whole a lot of things. I like doing hair, but I was more comfortable because I had more peace. All my hairstylists and the people that work in the service, okay, and you love it. Um, sometimes it could be draining because I was also a counselor. You know, I carry a lot of weight of of different people, problems, emotions, whatever. Um, and the fact that I like working smart and not hard. It was easy for, actually, the transpo has been more consistent um, than me trying to actually move into the hair thing because I was lucky enough to keep steady working. So going into hair, that is another door of, it's very cliquish. Um, there's still politics and stuff in this. There's so many hours that I have to put in, um, to even become a part of that union. Um, and I just didn't want to sacrifice my constant check <laughs> of being stable for going over there to dig, to be in the hair union. Now, when the right, I feel like it's just not time. When the right opportunity presents itself, of course, I would take it. But to make the sacrifice on what I'm doing as of right now, I didn't think it was worth it. My job is too easy. Like, I can honestly say the only thing that is, is, is conflicting is the time. That's it. Other than that, I have no complaints. I drop off and I have my time to myself. I can run another business on my phone because we have a lot of downtime. So in my mind, why be over there when I can double what I'm doing sitting around? Got it. Sometimes. Got it. Yeah. So how, what does it take to, I know you had to get your CDL, but what yes. is the process to become a part of Teamsters in this whole film industry? Like what else did you have to do and how long did all of it take? Um, I can say I was a lucky one. I know some people, when they actually joined the union, they didn't get work right off the bat. Like I said, everything is who you know, and I knew the right person. Um, so that's how I was able, like, for instance, I got my CDL, like maybe the end of July of 2014. My first show was probably September of 2014. That's a very fast turnaround for this business. I know people that paid their money because you have to pay to join a union. Um, when I actually joined, it was $500. Now it's $1,500. Um, some people came in before me and only paid $250. So you have to join the union. And, the, you know, back then, it was, it was not as busy as it is. Like right now, this is the new Black Hollywood, Atlanta. There's productions, there's, you know, and now that things are picking back up, you know, things slowed down because of, you know, COVID, things are picking back up. So people are starting to work again because I didn't work for seven months. I just went back to work last week. So you have to actually join, get your seat. You have to have a CDLs. Doesn't matter what you're driving. It don't matter if it's an A or B or whatever. You have to have a CDL because you have to join the trucking union Teamsters to actually drive in the industry no exception. So you pay your money, whatever those fees are, and that puts you on the list. That's it. Everything else is left. It's up to you, who you know, network, however it goes. 
Okay, because I was going to ask that. So just because you join, you're not guaranteed work necessarily. No, you didn't none, have of none, of, none of it is a guarantee. Okay. And no. so what have you, you know, what is it that you do to keep yourself like kind of in the, in, the, in the thick of what's going on so that you can continue to work steadily? Um, basically, um, personality goes a long way. Um, of course your work ethic goes a long way, um, because once a captain get used to you and know that you can do your job and he find out that you work well, like he, like everybody have their crew of who they would want to hire, but still this teamster thing is by seniority. So you have list A, B, C, and you have the exhaust list. A's are going to get first dibs. These are people that has been in the business well over 30 years. So it goes by seniority, first of all. Um, but once you get in with a crew that you work well with, more than likely people will want to call you back. Um, if they, it's just like good rapport. And if that captain doesn't have anything, they would talk to another captain to see if there's some work over here. It's just word of mouth. That that's how I pretty much got in. When I first came in, came back, sorry, um, in March of 2017, I worked at Tyler Perry, which is where I am right now. And I came in under the person that actually told me about the union because he was a captain over there. And the co-captain, um, his name is Byron Riggins at um TPS, Tyler Perry Studios. Um Talking to him, he saw my work ethnic, so I was able to stay on at Tyler Perry even after we finished that movie. That was 2017. We did Boo 2, and we did some other movies, too, because Tyler Perry shoots very fast, so we can be on a movie, do a movie in eight days, and then turn around and do three other uh, seasonal shows within a few weeks and be done. He shoots. He does not shoot traditionally like everyone else. He shoots very fast so actually i'm at tps as of right now but we're just doing prep work but we will have to go into a bubble when we're shooting now because of the COVID. tyler perry has paid all this money to keep everybody safe i'm tested twice a week for COVID. um but we will go into a bubble so he's not allowing anybody in or out during the times that we're shooting so by me going back to your original question is word of mouth rapport, people know who you are, you get along, you do your job. It's not that hard, but some people make it hard, but it's not, it's not really that hard. And you did mention that. I was going to ask you how COVID affected you. So what did you do for those seven months? What was that like, you know, being um, out of work with everything, you know, all the downtime with COVID? Lucky me, I saved, you know, I didn't blow my money. So, um, I was okay. Now, the only thing I wasn't okay with is being bored around the house. Now, I do have other things that's going on, but it, it's so funny that you have all this time on your hand and you can't seem to do anything extra. Uh, but when you got a million things on your plate, it seemed like you can put a million more on there and work it out. It is crazy. So I actually went back home to Tampa, Florida for three months because I went, because that's where my parents is. That's where my sister, everybody's there. So when we got cut um, in March due to COVID, I was in Florida for three months. I didn't come back here until like June, like maybe like the second week of June. So 
you know, exercise, you know, that keeps your mind off of different things, you know, pick up a different hobby, learn, take a class, take whatever. But I mean, when you're working a show, if you save your money, you should, you should have some cush enough to, to sit. Got it. If you, if you manage your money correctly, um, you should not blowing every check that you get because we get paid every week. Um, <laughs> you should be able to manage a little. Now, seven months was digging deep, you know, um, but fortunately, I, the only thing that I wasn't okay with was sitting around the house. I even went and got a job at Amazon in Tampa. But then when my unemployment came in, you know, I quit because, you know, my unemployment was actually more than what I was getting paid. But I was bored. I just wanted to work. It didn't matter. I just wanted to do something, you know, besides do hair because I also do hair when I go home, you know. But due to COVID, it, it, it wasn't safe. So I just reached out to do other things. So... But I was okay due to the point that I saved. I had did seven months on Greenleaf. I made it. I made it work. <laughs> oh, okay. seven months on Greenleaf. Okay, so what, on Greenleaf. what yep. is? And I don't want to get you know deep into your finances, sis. But what oh, is? Wow. Is it a pretty lucrative, you know, avenue to get into with the Teamsters and working in the industry? It's very lucrative, um, considering that. I don't really think I'm using my brain that much. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess, um, first of all, you get paid different when you're in the union. Okay. We get a raise every year. Like each, I'm just going to say this, each show, depending on what show you do, you can average a good 40, $50,000. For the show, for being on that show. Yes, but since I did, let's say, let's say your average on a show could be anywhere from six to 12 grand, maybe uh, a month. That's kind of like the average. Okay. So depending on how long the show is, if you're not out there blowing your money, you should be able to save it. Why would you blow? Why would you? you like nothing is guaranteed, not even this union. If they say, oh, we're not shooting any more movies in Atlanta, then guess what? I'm going to have to readjust. Gotcha. Like anything else, you have to put away something for a rainy day because when we finish, every production is different. When we finish one production, we're in between jobs. There is no guarantee when you're going to start your next show. Nothing is a guarantee. There's no guarantee how long it's going to be before you start your next show. So you would want to be smart <laughs> and save something. You can say you know? that again. So, yeah. okay. So that, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So now the hairstylists, they make more than we do. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, girl, you probably, you just waiting on your, you just waiting on your, um, waiting on my little time when it when it's when it's when it's right when the time and when everything lined up and, it, and it's a definitely green light that I can't you know can't say no to <laughs> so name some of the people you've had the opportunity I saw a few of the pictures on Facebook but name some of the people you've had the chance to meet since you've been a part of the union 
Wow. I also did the quad in 2017. That's like another BET. I met Anika Rose. I met Sean Blakemore, Jasmine Guy. I got a chance to meet her. Um, of course, I mentioned Jason, Jason Momoa. Um, on Butu, Cassie Davis is hilarious. Oh my God. These people are really hilarious. They not, I don't think they just acting when they are on that stage. <laughs> they are really, really funny. Like very down to earth. Um, some of them are very um, personable. I met Ghost Omari. Yeah, I met Ghost. <laughs> um, when I say down to earth, down to earth, like you've known him for years. And it's just, that's just a relief. That just make our job easier. You know, I met Lynn Winfield, see her, seen her all the time. Um, Keith David, pretty much the whole cast for Greenlee. But I was pretty much Lamont Rucker's personal driver. So yeah, Lamont Rucker. Um, Deborah Joy Winans, she is the nicest, the sweetest person that, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better cast to work with. Like, Everybody just, you know, treats you so nice, respectful. Um, fortunately, I have not ran across anybody that was so, that was, that pushed me out of my zone, put it like that. <laughs> everybody was very welcoming. Like, I, I've, I've had a good experience so far because everybody don't have those experiences. Everybody is not nice. Um, but I can say that Rick Fox, I met Rick Fox, but he was, man. He wasn't personal at all, you know. He get in, he go and do whatever. He get out, and that's it, you know. Were you surprised by that? Were you Were you surprised? Um, a little, yeah. Um, because people are so different when you see them on screen. A lot of people that find out. And I don't tell a lot of people what I'm working on because they, hey, tell such and such, blah, blah, blah. Oh, take a picture, do this. And we're not allowed to do those things. Like a lot of time during when we're filming, I mean, we can take pictures and whatever, but we, we're not allowed to post a lot of things that we're working on. First of all, it messes up the production for whatever season that we're waiting on. Like we, we're supposed to keep it as, as sealed as possible unless the production, as soon as they give us the green light, to promote to whatever usually we're not really putting out everything that we have until the season is rolling because the production has something against shooting pictures on social media with everybody while we're filming there's that's just like a no you know even though some people do it but but rick fox i was a little surprised but at the same time i'm like you know what i'm here to do my job and get my check on friday you don't have to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that would be me, girl. Yeah, I mean it's nice and all, but you, 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 you. I, right. I, like I don't see you. You act like you don't see me. We can, we can. Right, and that's cool. I put on my headphones. He be over there on the phone doing whatever. We in two different worlds. I did my job. I picked you up. We got here safely. Dropped you off, and that was it. You know, so that he was probably the only one that was kind of like, mm, like. I can't really feel him out that much, but everybody else, like I play certain, like I create a certain aura. Like if I'm picking up in the van, like I have music on, I want it to smell good. I want, you know, cause we're out there 18 hours, sometime, sometime 18 hours a day. Sometime I go in one day and don't get off until the next. It's just depending on 
what we're shooting, what we got to do. If the weather holds up, like sometimes we try to wait to get a shot. It just, it just depends. It's, it's never a set hour of going in, going out, kind of like doing hair. Cause people used to ask me, well, what time are you getting off? Well, I, I can't guarantee you the, ex- the, the, the exact time for me to get off because hair is also a chemistry everything is not going to go to the tip top plan of whatever you're trying to do you know so i'm off when i'm off that's that's usually when i tell people (laughs) and what is it like when you will this be your first time in the bubble have you been in the bubble already what is that like this will be my first time in the bubble of course all my coworkers are like oh yeah tyler perry got it all laid out we got our own individual rooms and you know you can wash your clothes you know everything is free everybody's excited about the free alcohol truck that we have yeah we have a free alcohol truck yeah we do Mm -hmm. and they have you know i guess they come in with different like trucks for us to eat and all that kind of stuff um but I heard good things about the bubble, but it was like, well, after two weeks, you kind of be getting, you know, tired of it. You know, you got to check in, bring all your stuff, and you just, they're working on the grounds for, until we finish that show. And it's usually not over two weeks, if it's two weeks, so. So yeah. this would be my first time going. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to check back with you and see how the bubble was, girl. I'm going to have to ask you about the bubble. I'm just because I've heard people talk about it and they do say he films really quickly, but he was yes. one of the first, uh, I guess, producers or what have you to really start back to filming. And it was like he had this whole thing laid out and I'm like, OK, yes. And that was it was no blueprint to that. We, me and a coworker were just talking about that a few minutes ago that I said, this is like a mastermind uh, type type situation because he created this. They was, there was no blueprint. I mean, how would all of us know even know to create a blueprint like this? Because none of us was expecting COVID to hit this hard like this, this fast. Like in 2019, we had no idea what 2020 was going to bring. And for him to create this masterpiece, I mean, we were tested every Monday and Thursday. We get our test results the next day. You know, um, it's just, it's brilliant. And they're still, you know, and some people have been in a bubble like three times and they come and tell me how much it has improved from the first one. Because if you never did anything before, you know, you have to smooth things out as you go sometime. I mean, you have this plan, but there's things that can be better. There's things that maybe that you thought would work that didn't work, you know? So they've come a long way. I mean, I salute all of them for, I, I think they do a great job. He was the first one to shut down and he was the first one to get back up moving because they came up with that master plan of of putting people in the bubble, how we get tested, um, especially when we shoot no one in, no one out to prevent the spread of COVID. And I think too, what I liked about it was, I mean, it, it was a little nerve wracking to think about, you know, what he was doing, but you know, his thought process was there were a lot of people, you know, you think of the actors and think, oh, they can afford to be off five, six, seven months. But for other people who are part of the production team, they may not be able to afford, you know, this time with no check. And so it was a way for him to be able to get his people back to work too. Yes. Yes. 
and to keep and to actually keep people working. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of that is not production money. Uh, Mr. Pa Mr. Perry spent his personal money to develop this bubble mm -hmm. because no other production can do that. First of all, Mr. Perry is the only one that actually owns his own studio like that. Like he owns over 300 and something acres of land. So he, he has the money and he has the space to actually create this. Like when you're dealing with another production, they're not going to rent out a hotel or something for us to stay in. And it's just way out of the budget, you know? Now, right now, I do know people that are not working on Tyler Perry uh, production. They're working on other productions in the city. They, some of them said it had to be tested every day almost. I was like, what? You know, and or they'll get, if one person tests positive, guess what? The whole production have to shut down. Everybody have to go home quarantine for maybe two weeks before they come back. So it affects everyone, you know. I can, yeah, I can. I can imagine. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. So I can't wait to hear about the bubble. I'm going to have to give everybody an update after you've been in the bubble. Cause I'm really, I'm like, how does this very interesting? Cause I was going to ask yeah. you that. Do you have a roommate? You got your own room or what? You have your own room. Yeah. No roommates. Like he have us in your, your own separate room. I haven't been in a room yet. I, I can't tell you how it looked. It's just people, you know, my coworkers have told me. It was like, yeah, you got your own TV. He said he got, he got it set up nice. He said, you got your refrigerator, you got your shower, you got a TV. You know, I'm like, okay, you know. <laughs> you know, but we're there, we're there to work. But Tyler Perry has created the most comfortable situation since we all are in lockdown working, you know. Right. And I heard he's very personable. He rides around on a bicycle. Um, you know, checking on everybody, you know, especially by the alcohol truck. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, look, <laughs> yeah. So he's very, any, any updates or whatever he comes out cause he's out there too. So he, he doesn't leave. He's out there in the bubble with us. Yeah. Have you had the chance to meet him yet? Or you haven't met uh, Tyler Perry? Uh, hello in the hallway. <laughs> No, I haven't had a, a real conversation with Mr. Perry. Um, actually, when we're out there on the grounds and we're shooting, they tell you to get out of Mr. Perry way because we're not going to even talk about him on a gator driving. That's a whole nother book. Yeah. So it was like, just get out of Mr. Perry's way when you see him, whatever, you know, but in the hallway, he does speak to everyone. Hey, Mr. Perry and keep it moving. <laughs> Is there anybody in the industry that you're looking forward to having the chance to meet? I okay. When I was on Greenleaf, I'm definitely I'm not starstruck. I, I I'm like I'm I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to what? Oh okay, you know, I just want to do my job right. That's my first goal. Okay, my job. But who I would love to see and probably would have had skip a couple of heartbeats would have been Oprah, and I was hoping that she would have came to uh, Greenleaf set because i heard that the last season she did show up once but she did not show up for the last two seasons that i worked i said now if i see oprah that may be a little different <laughs> so why yeah. oprah why is she somebody you want to meet i don't know you know what i when i was younger and they had the oprah winfrey show 
I used to want to go on that show because I wanted to talk to Oprah. You know, I wanted I wanted to to sit in a chair and be interviewed and whatever I wanted to do. I think I probably wanted to be on stage and sing and all that kind of stuff back then. But um, I don't know. She's just such a great icon. She just, I mean, she created her own her own her own pathways. She's 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 been over so many hurdles. She's picked up a mountain, walked under it and left it behind. Like she, she's, she's done a lot, you know, as a black woman. And I admire that. Like that's a different type of strength, you know? And I would like, but you know who else I would like, who I think is very, very, very um, 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 knowledgeable. I think she's extremely smart and she's funny. She's someone that I would like to go and sip uh, tea with and talk. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you meet she, one of those girls, I need the picture. I'm just saying. I just need to see the photo. Okay. I would I would definitely if I ever meet oh, I'm definitely getting a picture. Okay. Like I'm definitely getting a picture with, with Oprah. I have to get a picture with Oprah. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah. So we talked about this, you touched on it a little bit, but what do you think has led to the explosion of I guess, film industry work and things that are going on in Atlanta. Do you think it was Tyler Perry? Cause he's always kind of, you know, really done a lot in Atlanta, but what do you think is the reason for this, this rise? Like the boom, as far as you, is it Atlanta, Georgia? Yes. Just, you know, the Compared amount to of like California and New York and all that yes. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely the tax breaks. It's cheaper to film here. So Georgia has given so many different tax breaks. Um, as far as people coming from out of state, the film here, the taxes, everything boils down to the money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I it opened up different doors for people that's here because to be honest, like in our union team, like, okay, any actors or whatever, let's say black actors that come here and the team that I worked on was majority black. You don't see that in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You don't see that in New York. Like someone told me that the Teamsters Union in New York, they probably can count on five, on, a, on one hand how many black transpo it is. This is almost like a secret society because they never let us know that. This is not a job that you can just go on Indeed and find. It's a network. So it's been kept a secret a long time until developed here in Atlanta. They can't believe how many black people are on set. They can't believe how many black crew members it was. And there once upon a time when Tyler Perry was just getting things rolling, they even told him that no, there's not a there's not a lot of uh black uh uh people in film or that can do rigging or lighting for stuff like that. That's what they told Mr. Perry. And I think yeah. it's so true what you say you know, I think as a people, we need to get better about networking. And there are a lot of jobs like what you're talking about that, Mm -hmm. you know, white America, they are, they are making some nice money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, like you said, that's not something you're going to find on a job board somewhere. And so that ability to have the, uh, the chance to connect and make those networking opportunities that you need, that is so true because while they, while we sleeping, they yes. are in some industries making some serious money and keeping that yes. quiet. Jobs that I never knew even existed. Like even working in the industry and doing productions, there's jobs that I didn't even know. I wouldn't even thought about getting paid for. It's right. crazy. And that's one. And of the, I don't. 
why I wanted to interview you because I'm like, man, you know, because again, we as people of color, we would, how do we find out about these types of things, about these kinds of jobs that these opportunities exist, mm-hmm. you know? So when I saw some of your posts, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, who knew? Yeah. I just, who knew? Yeah. I think it's really great that you've been able to shine a light on that for people to know that these things exist. You got to be in the right place at the right time. And I think sometimes yes. you can be a little fearful of stepping out, you know, of mm-hmm. a comfort zone, but that these things are out there and that they do exist. So I think that is just really neat. Um, do you have a lot of people who ask you, you, you touched on it a little bit, take a picture with so-and-so or, or do this for me with so-and-so because they know uh, the types of people you're meeting in your job and how do you handle that? Um, I just say uh, it's against the rules for our union to take. I said, you're going to cost me my job and that's it. <laughs> I don't blame you, right? I am not going to lose my job trying to get you a picture of Tyler Perry, okay? Right. I'm not, I'm not doing all that. And then half of the time, they are calling them by their stage name. More than likely, I don't know these people by their stage name unless I watch the show. I know them by their real name. I know the real them, not the stage them. And, and in this industry, people want to be respected for who they really are, and, and you separate their craft. They kind of hate it when... I mean, it could be a good thing, too, because it's promotion for whatever character they're doing. But I think that they're able to let their hair down as a real human being when you know them and treat them regular. Which I can <laughs> and see that's that. what they are to me. They're, re- they're regular people, just like me and you. I was like, I could, I'm a star, too. You get in my band. I don't, you know, I, I don't like I, you're not put up on a pedestal. You're not God. But I respect you as a human being and I'm doing my job. And I think that people respect you more for not having them up in the limelight all the time. They get tired of that. Like these people can't even go to a restaurant and have a decent meal with their families because of who they are. They want to rest in place. They want to be able to let their hair down. They want to be able to talk about their problems. They want to be able to be human. You know? <laughs> well, I'm sure to some degree then they're loving the bubble because you don't have, I mean, you may have a few starstruck people who are working there, but for the most part, it's not the same as when you're out in public. And everybody- no, and everybody's out there having a good time. Like, okay, during the time, because I think they said like on Sundays, they do like a luau. They may have like a little barbecue or something on Sundays. We even got a team to come in there to work out. Whoever want to get up that early to go do, you know, boot camp or whatever, if you had the time. And everybody's doing it together. There's no separation. You know, like everybody's, we're all here trying to get a job done. And every part every team is included and every team is just as important as the other the actors are not not i mean of course we need them but guess what they wouldn't have a show without us so it goes hand in hand well thank you so much for this this has been really eye-opening i'm telling y'all it's jobs out there we don't even know exist right (laughs) we need to figure this thing out (laughs) Yes. I just want to thank you yeah. again for your time. I am definitely going to follow up, girl, and find out how okay. it went. I'm so excited. Out the bubble. You are now when I get for you. I know. Just, you know, <laughs> send me a message, girl. I'm out the bubble. I'm, I'm out the bubble. Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be in the bubble. But I'm going to live through you on that one, girl. I'm going to live through you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Tanika, for being my guest today. That's all the time we have. If 
there's anything you want to hear us talk about here on In My Shoes, you can hit me up at kbt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that's kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Don't forget to keep listening because when Tanika gets out this bubble, I'm going to get me some information on that and share it with you. But until we meet again, (laughs) be blessed.